welcome to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. It's not for therapists, it's for everybody. I'm your host, professional counselor, Jared Pogue. Not everybody needs counseling, but certainly everybody needs a little help every now and then. Welcome back to part three, or day three, as it were, uh, about my five-day, five-part series on misconceptions in mental health or misconceptions in psychology. Uh, If you've missed any of the last two episodes, it's okay. Each episode is sort of a self-contained unit. There is some overlap, uh, particularly with some of the um, upcoming episodes after this one. Uh, So uh, it's all right to listen to these in any order that you would like to, though I do think it would be good to listen to them um, in the order that they're presented. But whatever works for you should be just fine. Um, If you have been listening, you know this is sort of uh, my my third subtopic here that I'll be going over today, I want to be covering misconceptions about anger. Uh, I think you can find a lot of different opinions about anger, depending on who you talk to. Um, you'll find some people see that anger is a tool to solve every single problem ever. Um, whether that's uh, something in their control or not, anger becomes their immediate resource that they use. Um, On the flip side, you can look at sort of pop psychology, um, sort of uh, things that are very negligent of reality and might say something along the lines of uh, anger is never a useful thing. Anger is always bad. We need to live in a world without anger. So you're going to see very quickly within these misconceptions, um, two of which I've kind of already identified here at the beginning, that there's some really big major problems with those sort of extremes. So I want to jump right into it. I'm going to sort of start um, with that second side that I was mentioning, um, this misconception that all anger is bad. It's one of those things where I think we confuse anger with uh, maybe getting um, physically violent, or uh, some sort of, of actual um, physical outburst where it's, it's sort of equating that problems should be solved um, through the intense emotion that you feel followed by um, some sort of violent action. I would quickly say violence and anger are not the same things. They definitely touch, they definitely have um, some uh, spots where they connect for sure, but they are different. Um, I really want to recognize that anger is simply um, something we all kind of know. Um, Becoming mad and and frustrated and finding that we um, are impassioned about something. Uh, Imagine living in a world where this anger or this impassioning didn't exist. If something was done that was unjust, I could use certainly plenty of political examples right now. Uh, If something done unjust, we wouldn't have any reaction or any outrage or um, any strong emotion that we want to sort of cultivate to help make social change. I would also say even beyond a social spectrum, there are plenty of times to be angry. Uh, If something has done something to uh, personally uh, deeply, deeply um, cut me at my core, um, specifically out of a very malicious intention, Um, I should be angry. That's a part of being a human being. Um, And I need to express my anger. I need to express it intelligently. I need to express it uh, certainly with um, the respect that I can, the dignity that I can, depending on the situation. 
I talk to parents all the time who feel so guilty that they get angry with their kids. And I really like to tell them, sometimes you should be angry with your kids. They're lying to you. They're making up stories. They're, they're pretending. They're, they're manipulating you. You're not to be manipulated. You should be angry. If you find that anger is too powerful to overcome, you need to step back, calm some of the intensity off of that while still holding on to the, the, the core of that anger. I've been hurt. I've been lied to. I don't deserve that. That's hurtful. So there are times that you should be angry and you should express that anger well. Uh, number two, kind of going with the flip side of this, uh, venting and or ignoring anger is how to make it go away. I think we've really got this idea of, uh, all right, are you angry and it's really, really strong? You just need to vent it out and go punch in, in, in like a pillow or something like that a hundred times. Or are you, uh, if you can't do anything with it, you just pretend that it's not there. I think both of those are far sides of spectrums that are at their core pretty foolish. Um, is it okay sometimes to vent anger? Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to be a human. We're going to do that sometimes. But to say that that's my cure for it, I just have to get it out of my system, is missing so, so much because I'm not addressing why I'm angry, what buttons are being pushed. Is it uh, something that particular people are doing to me? Do I have a false sense of self? Do I have something within me uh, that is making me have to have all these venting sessions? Um, I can't give you a number of appropriate venting sessions, but I can imagine that that number should be fairly low. By contrast, I'd also say ignoring it is, is simply just as bad. So if you find yourself angry all the time and you pretend that it's not happening, you know, just as well as I know, that doesn't go away. That tends to just sit there, stay and fester, and get worse and worse until uh, you're beyond where even venting could be a helpful uh, mechanic. It, it tends to, at that point, run your life. Both of these are missing a greater point of being able to identify why we're angry, if it's reasonable or unreasonable, or if we have some sort of faulty or, or um, off belief about ourselves that steers us to anger. If we have these really high perfection tendencies and someone makes us mad, we need to not realize that anger is our problem, but maybe it's those perfectionistic tendencies. Um, and finally, number three, I'm going to do my best to not get overly passionate here. Um, anger is a man's problem. When we think about anger, sort of as I mentioned earlier, we often think of these explosive um, physical uh, sort of outbursts. And, and yes, absolutely, there can be anger expressions like that. And yes, we do find that uh, a lot of men do experience anger, but... If we're going to make the face of anger simply a man that's bare-knuckle boxing, we're probably going to miss the picture of, of the woman that's um, screaming and hurting and doing everything she can to find some sort of relief from her own uh, anger against herself. Just because that anger is not faced out loud does not mean it does not exist. Often anger is internal and unseen. We only notice it when it goes violent. If we could talk to more and more people, particularly women, and see if they're angry, we wouldn't see um, fists of fury flying. We'd see tears breaking, and with men too, if we're honest. So I'd really like to challenge the sort of image that we give to anger being this 
a man who's frustrated with his job or his family or his work or something like that and instead saying, this is a human problem. Um, those are fine reasons to be angry by all means, but uh, they are not exclusive in any way. And they are often not the root of the concern. They're just something that's rubbing up against that. Um, someone once told me that um, anger, really we can say this for probably a lot of mental health concerns, um, can be looked at like a like a tea bag, a bag that is filled with tea that I'm sure you've used before, that um, the hotter the water around it, the more the tea is going to seep out and you get more and more of the tea liquid instead of the water. That's a good way to look at stressors in our lives um, and these things coming out. Um, so with anger, people think you can just get rid of the stressor and the problem is solved and truthfully, it's not. I think that goes back to ignoring the problem. Um, that's going to do us for today on our topic of anger. Uh, as we move forward, I'll be looking, uh, I believe my last two topics are going to have to do with um, emotional abuse and uh, finally uh, depression. Uh, these are two topics that I think are really, really needing to be talked about. I really hope I'm going to have something for you here that, that you can find particularly helpful. Um, and as, as usual, if you have any questions at the end of the podcast, you can find some of our contact information. I'm happy to help um, and offer anything I can. I always am. Um, and I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Uh, until then, I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Counseling Podcast. The Restoration Counseling Podcast is a product of Restoration Counseling of Atlanta a provider of professional counseling services in the greater metro Atlanta area. If you are interested in pursuing any of our services, if you would like to contact Jared about the podcast, or if you have a notable mental health story that you'd like to share to help inspire others, uh, please reach out to us at info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Again, that is info at restorationcounselingatl.com. Thank you. Thank you.